The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the hosts, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonhalls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman at a shoe sale. Able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month. Makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls. Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Money don't matter for the stuff it bought. It's the way you think, not what you've got. Yeah. Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now. Get your money mind right. Today's show is sponsored in part by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com slash freebook and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thanks for stopping by. We are so glad to have you. I'm Heather Wagonhals, flanked by my producer extraordinaire, Michael Terry. Hey, 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 folks. Got my own mic today. Yay! And we will help you get your money mind right on today's show with the following great features. First off, third key for today, third key of the season, and that's dreams with deadlines. We're going to learn how to plan for our success. Moolah word of the day. Got an acronym for you. S-G-N-A. Ready? S-G-A. Go. S-G and... S-G-N-A. And A. And thanks for playing. Moneyism is going like to... Sounds like a gas company. <laughs> well, do you remember, um, do you remember uh, on your side of the planet, when I was a kid, we had the S&G green stamps, those sure. saving oh, stamps? Okay. No, S&H. Or S&H, sorry. Come on, get with it. Yeah, all right. Well, so perhaps <laughs> my, my mother, that noggin... My, my mother had three different stamps she saved. Remember Triple S? No. Triple S blue stamps. There was S and H, triple S blue, and then, and then there was a red stamp. I can't remember what that was. Oh, we still got jacked here in Arizona. We didn't have those. Yeah. We didn't have those. But we do have a moneyism for you today about rainy days. We're gonna talk about moneyisms and rainy days. Our money dramas, financial incest, put your daughter to the test, or son for that matter. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're gonna learn all about financial incest. And yes, there is a financial version of it. And are you guilty? And you probably are committing it and you didn't even know. <gasps> what are you yeah. talking about? It's one of those words you don't like to think about. I know. Being incest. part of you. So you're going to have to listen and figure out if you're committing it because you'll be like, oh, my God, that's so gross. Uh, Five steps for your investment health checkup on Minutes on Your Money. Our trivia question based on last week's key take action, make assessment. And today's guest, realtor to the stars and professional athletes, Janice Lease, joins us. As always, we will talk about your money, your credit, and how to get ahead in any economy. We will also show you how to manage your money easier, saving time and reducing stress using these proven techniques for you to create unlimited wealth and happiness. Now, our Insiders Club members are entered automatically in weekly giveaways, and if you are not a member and would still like to compete for great free money management tools, just answer today's trivia question correctly. And this week's trivia question is, from last week's show, Take Action, Make Assessment, we are supposed to be doing what with our assessment envelopes? What? are we supposed to be doing with the assessment envelopes? If you think you have the right answer, you can win one of three ways. You can call in, chat in, or email in to win. If you call in to win, that number is 1-866-966-9420. That's 1-866-966-9420. Or if you're listening live, hop in the chat room. Hi, I'm here. Come visit on the website. Or you can email us if you are listening from a repeater, a podcast, or from one of our radio station affiliates. And you can do that to trivia at UYWradio.com. That's trivia at UYWradio. 
radio.com. If you have no idea what the answer is, everyone can still walk away a winner. For you listeners of Unlock Your Wealth Radio Nation, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Just visit the website and get started now. So today's Minutes on Your Money, okay? So we are talking about a health checkup for your finances. So if you are thinking about what what is my investment doing and how should I be monitoring that, the answer is simple. And it's annual. You can check up on your finances and determine whether or not you're accomplishing your goals in five painless steps. And we get this from learnvest.com. And in the same way that a physician would take a step-by-step yearly physical, we have found through their Ellen Derrick, a certified financial planner at LearnVest, how to go through the basics of an annual investing checkup. First, you want to look at the big picture. One of the first things that your doctor will tell you to do in order to assess your basic health is take your blood pressure, your temperature, weight, and they'd also take and maybe analyze your blood. So maybe they would withdraw blood or urine or some other sort of of liquid substance from your body to try to determine what's going on inside. Uh, And so the first thing that you want to do is think about how your situation and goals may or may not change. So this is like when we get to our review, revise, and recommit key, and we kind of take a look and see what's happened and if if we've had any life changes. Because if our life has changed in a material enough fashion, it may require us to have investments that move with us. So if our needs changed, our investments may need to change too. Makes sense, yeah. So we got to figure out. Are our goals still the same? Are we still after the same things we're after? Because if we're not, then our goals, our investments, they may not be matching our new goals. And so we're going to be talking about that on today's show with our dreams with deadlines key. Second, we want to address lingering problems. And your doctor's probably going to ask about specific health concerns. So you can do the same by looking for investment red flags. If you've invested in a fund or a stock that hasn't performed well, according to Derek, ask yourself whether or not it's a symptom of a bigger problem or just a temporary flare-up. If you had money to invest today, would you still buy this investment? If you can answer yes to that question, then the red flag isn't that big of a deal. Third, consider generic options. In the same way that your doctor might review your current medications to see if a generic or less expensive option is available, you can do the same with your investments. For example, you may own shares of a mutual fund with a one and a half expense ratio, one and a half percent expense ratio, which is the fees for administration, management, advertising, etc. And at that rate, if you invested $1,000, you'd have approximately $15 in fees deducted from your return. But if you invested your money in a fund with an expense ratio of 0.2%, you'd only have $2 in fees deducted from your return. So overall, in the long term, these fees can seriously add up because of the power of compound interest. So you can look at that. Fourth, maintain an optimal weight. Your doctor usually gives you a speech about improving your health, and that often involves in paying attention to your weight, exercising more, eating better, etc., and you should make some overall adjustments to get your portfolio back to its optimal weight by rebalancing your portfolio once a year. So you have a game plan that's tailored to your specific goals. You have an appetite for risk and uh, and where exactly you want to be before you need to start getting a return, your investment horizon. And so if your original plan was out to allocate half of your money in stocks and then half in bonds, but after a year, your stock investments have grown and they've gotten to a point where you're out of whack and you're not at 50-50 anymore and you're at 60-40, it's time to make an adjustment to get back to that ideal balance. Okay. And then finally, feel good about yourself. When you were a kid, the pediatrician may have you given you stickers or toys. For me, I always got a balloon that it says from my doctor for being good. And I had a picture of a doggy with a little ice pack on his forehead and a thermometer in his mouth. <laughs> I used to love those balloons. Uh, so, um, 
your, since uh, you might have gotten that from your doctor, once you rebalance your portfolio, it shouldn't feel like drudgery. So you should give yourself a reason to get excited. So it might be by sharing your accomplishments, by joining a supportive money club, or giving yourself a little splurge, not an extreme financial one, but maybe like say, you know what? I did a good job rebalancing my portfolio and completing my checkup. So maybe I'm going to take an extra long bubble bath and tell you know my husband, you know what? You're feeding the kids dinner or something. So reward yourself in a non-financially damaging way so you don't (laughs) regress from all of the great accomplishments you've made over the past year. Like, oh yeah, now I'm going to go out and buy that new refrigerator I always wanted (laughs) and cut your returns like right like that. So that's how you can take and do that. We have so much more in store coming up for you on today's show. We've got Moolah Word of the Day, and we've got Money Dramas, Trivia, and our guest, Janice Lees. Stay tuned for more Unlock Your Wealth Radio. We'll be right back after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Too much month left over at the end of the money? Tired of paying off debt again like a slave? Then tune in to my one-minute update on Fort Myers Beach Radio for your morning cup of money motivation. And for more tips, visit crackingyourmoneycode.com. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts as we are in for some turbulent weather ahead. Bill Thomason is the Valley's premier business coach. Bill can help you ride out the turbulence your business may encounter. Bill Thomason is the America's premier executive coach and strategist. Bill can help you create the life you will love living. Over more than a quarter century, Bill has helped thousands of people just like you to achieve success beyond what they had imagined. Now is the best time you will ever have to decide what you want and to take powerful action toward achieving the outcomes you desire in your life. Bill has studied the success patterns of the highly successful people, and he has provided coaching and training programs to small business people and to top Fortune 500 executives across the U.S. and Canada. Now you can benefit from Bill's experience. If you are like most people, you may just need the professional encouragement a coach can give and a real plan for creating the outcomes you say you want in life. Call Bill now, 602-321-7192 to schedule executive coaching sessions. Thank you for flying NLP Skills Training Institute. Work all day, stress all night, take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your maven of moolah, Heather Wagonhalls, with your moolah word of the day. And it's an acronym, and S-G-N-A. Do we recall it? It is Selling General and administration expenses. If it's on an income statement, they are items which are combined of your salaries, commissions, and travel expenses for executives and salespeople. S-G-N-A. That's your moolah word for today. (laughs) You're a poet and you don't know it. How how fabulous is that? So I'm so excited. We have an incredible guest today today. Janice Lease is joining us, and I will let her fill us in with her background. But essentially, she is the realtor to professional athletes, to the stars, to CEOs, and anyone who wants to spend like a millionaire. So, Janice, welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. We're thrilled to have you a part of the show. Thank you for having me. This is going to be fun. I know. I'm so excited. So I've had the good fortune of working with professional athletes in the real estate world, and now I also do financial coaching for them, and everybody is kind of drawn to celebrities and and pro athletes, and what... 
uh, I think that the allure is, you know, they they we have this grandiose vision of what they are, and we feel like they're superhuman, but they're kind of, you know, they're just people. You know, they put their pants on one leg at a time, like all of us do. But um, they do do things differently when it comes to investing, when it comes to purchasing uh, real estate uh, or investment. And they have a different look. And you, because you've been spending so much time yourself working in this environment, serving those clients, tell us a little bit about your experiences working with professional athletes. They are by far the most spectacular client, and one of the reasons and the foremost reason is because they are unbelievably focused, and that's something that everybody out there that buys anything should understand and should emulate, but they are focused. They have been dreaming about where they're going to live for years, and they can pick up the phone and they can go down a checklist. And you can mentally see in your mind exactly what it is they want. I don't think I've ever shown an athlete more than five properties. Wow. So they they know what they're looking for, right, when they they get it. Because you can hear it. Uh, You know, if it's – most of them are not interested in something old, uh, especially if you're seven feet tall. You want tall ceilings. You want high ceilings. Uh, We don't – actually ever stop to think about when you spread your arms out, Mm -hmm. they would like to be able to walk down a hall and not feel scrunched. (laughs) Yeah, you know, that is kind of like something that, uh, you know, you kind of take for granted when you stretch. I know that uh, I used to run Tom Chambers properties and he would always have to duck to come in our front door. Just to the right. office. Well, who wants to spend a lot of money? Uh, to me, it's like, why would you spend a dime to walk into something that starts at eight feet tall? Because I always call ahead and say, how high are the ceilings? Because when you then drop your air conditioning ducts, you're down to six and seven feet. Yeah. And why would you spend a dime in a mortgage in order to have to bend over to get to the bathroom? Well, yeah, to, and to just to walk around or go through thresholds, you'd have just to... Just to walk around. It's very uncomfortable. And I think if you have worked hard and achieved that level, and I'm not talking about spending, you know, $30, $40 million on a property, but something that will make you comfortable when you go to work, feel good when you come home, which is what everybody out there wants to do. Right. They are no different than anybody else. Right. And um, they think like a CEO without realizing it because a CEO will give you their parameters because they don't have a lot of time to waste. And it's no different with an athlete because they have a very prescribed in-season and pre-season training, um, rigorous training schedule. So they don't have the luxury of saying, well, you didn't get it this time, so let's uh, plan on five more days of being out in the car. No, they have no interest in doing that because they don't have the time. I think a good point that you also brought up is it doesn't. it's not necessarily about the price range because not every athlete has that bazillion-dollar contract. There's a lot of checkbook players out there that uh, are still in the six-figure range, you know, especially, you know, if, well, you're, if you're not, not the star. You, yeah, but when you think about uh, an investment – how many people, when you go to resell it, it's got to be, for an athlete, it's got to be a liquid asset. Right, because they may because get traded to another traded, team. They're out of town that night. They're on a plane and everything is left behind. Right. And so, therefore, if you need to sell that property, how many buyers do you have in the 30 to $40 million range? Hmm. Yeah. Probably slim. There aren't many out there. So if you put them in something that meets all the physical criteria, the high ceilings, the wide hall, wider hallways, um, just comfortable, just very comfortable, easy living, um, especially if they're single. They don't want a whole lot that they have to take care of. Right. Well, and they're not, you know, I think that there's a misconception also about you know, CEOs and professional athletes. And while they like lavish interiors, they're not really spending the time in there because of exactly what you said, the focus 
aspect of it. Right. I mean, when you figure how many games they have, they are sometimes home seven days in a row, and then they are gone for 15 days in a row. Right. Right. So you, they want to come home, and they want to make sure it's clean. They want to make sure everything's working well, and they want it to be low maintenance. Mm-hmm. So now, does someone like that in that price range, are they using services that come in and make sure that the place is maintained for them while they're gone? Yes. And I also point out to them, if you want to go into the McMansion, who's going to take care of that? You are not going to pick up the phone and make that phone call. Uh, the air conditioning is broken. Uh, you know, a floor needs to be redone. They don't have time. There is just not time. And don't forget that many of these guys are coming out of college. And when I think about my own kids, my own children would be overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Trying to make that kind of a decision about a property. Yeah, and, and you got to understand that they're kids and they're, you know, it looks very glamorous. And we all say, well, they're making a lot of money, so therefore we begrudge them. But on the other hand, if they are not working out as many hours as they are playing and traveling, they're not going to stay in that position. No, it requires a significant, uh, a significant uh, personal amount investment. Of out of the house time. You know, give them Comcast and a dish and a big sofa that reclines, and they are made in the shade. <laughs> well, this is um, this is really, really interesting, and I think that we can learn a thing or two from how professional athletes and how CEOs go about the process of buying or investing in real estate. And when we return from the break, I'd like to talk about how we can refine our process for shopping for real estate and incorporate some of the techniques that these super rich and famous do. You are listening to Janice Lease on Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and we'll be right back with more after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. I'm in the wagon halls. Too much month left over at the end of the money? Tired of paying off debt like a slave? Then tune in to my one-minute update on the Jiggy Jaguar radio network for your cup of money motivation. And for more tips, visit crackingyourmoneycode.com. Welcome to the Unlock Your Wealth Update. Here's Heather Wagonhalls. Moneyisms are injunctions and beliefs we hold about and around money. These moneyisms evolve from all kinds of situations, some not having anything to do with money. Examples are a stitch in time saves nine, a penny saved is a penny earned, money is evil, and insert yours here. Moneyisms can be good, bad, or indifferent, and when they appear in our lives and the importance we give them shape our money behaviors. Today's moneyism is saved for a rainy day. It sounds pretty straightforward and you may not think twice. However, if you grew up in a spend first, save what's left over family, there may be always a cloud hanging overhead. Or perhaps your parents were skin flints and no matter what was on sale or you needed, the sun was always shining or it was never cloudy or rainy enough to open up the wallet. These extreme examples might have been your normal and overspending or hyper-saving might be areas you need to work on. For more great resources to help you create unlimited wealth and happiness, visit our website at crackingyourmoneycode.com. I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts as we are in for some turbulent weather ahead. Bill Thomason is the Valley's premier business coach. Bill can help you ride out the turbulence your business may encounter. Bill Thomason is the America's premier executive coach and strategist. Bill can help you create the life you will love living. 
Over more than a quarter century, Bill has helped thousands of people just like you to achieve success beyond what they had imagined. Now is the best time you will ever have to decide what you want and to take powerful action toward achieving the outcomes you desire in your life. Bill has studied the success patterns of the highly successful people, and he has provided coaching and training programs to small business people and to top Fortune 500 executives across the U.S. and Canada. Now you can benefit from Bill's experience. If you are like most people, you may just need the professional encouragement a coach can give and a real plan for creating the outcomes you say you want in life. Call Bill now, 602-321-7192 to schedule executive coaching sessions. Thank you for flying NLP Skills Training Institute. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls. And today I'm joined by Janice Lease, realtor to professional athletes, CEOs, the stars, and anyone who wants to spend like the rich and famous. And Janice, before the break, we were talking about the incredible focus of athletes and CEOs and, and how they have a specific process because of their time constraints when they go to buy a property. And I'd like to kind of boil that down for listeners so they can create a little how-to system of their own so they can identify and simplify their real estate shopping process. Um, It's a good point, and very often I ask people who are non-CEOs and regular people such as you and me, and I will say to them, sit down either alone if you're purchasing a loan, or if you have a partner, sit down with your partner individually, and I give them a questionnaire about themselves, their needs, their wants, their wishes, and they have to fill it out, and then they trade. And very often they learn something about their partner that they did not know before, they see what their priorities are. A CEO, a ball player, people that don't have that luxury of time, um, that's already formulated in their head. So somebody actually sits down and says, I'm going to make a list of what's important to me, what's important, what's a must-have, what's a wish list, and what can I give up and what can I incorporate. Mm, That's great. I like the idea of the trade. Yes. You always have to be, It's you know, life is a negotiation, and we uh, all wish that everything would come our way 100%, but sometimes it doesn't. So what's the most important there? Is it location? Um, do you want to be in uh, the center of the hub of the city? Do you want that lifestyle, or do you have children and you're looking for a school district and that's important to you, and understand that because something's been on the market for three years doesn't mean that it has your name on it. Right, or that it's a good deal. I mean, Um, it might be sitting for a reason. Exactly. There's a reason, and I think that also um, CEOs, ball players, I find them to be very loyal. When they've made a decision that you are the person and the personality that will work well together, they are very trusting and they are very loyal. Mm-hmm. And they are not listening to, you know, Aunt Susie Schmiermaltz and everything that she has to say about real estate because 45 years ago she bought a house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yes. And we all know those people. Oh, yeah. Okay, and they have to call in 5,000 people to make a decision. Right. Where as a CEO and an athlete will walk in, they will stand there. You can see from their body language because athletes don't always have the most to say. A lot counts on their body language. A CEO will be very succinct. Yes, no. Yes, no. Okay, but not that they go, well, let me think about it, and I don't know, and I'm going to da-da-da. They haven't gone through the process. They need to go through the process. They need to get their financing in order before they get into anybody's car, including their own. Right. Yeah, that was always a pre... I, I was. You had to be pre-approved before you got in my car. Yeah, they go out looking at properties, and they are not ever going to buy diddly. 
Well, yeah, because it starts with the lender, you know, and I think that that's one of the, the things that folks just totally miss where they're like, well, let's see without there first. And I'm like, no, because there's no point in looking at stuff that you can't afford or it doesn't make sense with what your financial goals are. You need to go see a lender first and decide on what kind of a payment fits first before you can figure out whether the house fits. Right, and that coincides with a CEO and an athlete will have their financial advisor put together a package. The package is already together. So when they're ready to make a decision on which house is the best for them, that package can go out to multiple underwriters. Right. And they have it updated. So if you start looking at a house last year and something has changed, your income has gone up or down, anything that has to do with the financial, it needs to be updated in the package and the package go out. And it needs to go all the way through the underwriting, not a pre-qualification. People say, yeah, I gave them my my, uh, social security number. No, 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 no. It's harder and harder and harder to get a loan. So don't just assume that because uh, your girlfriend at the office was okay. If you do it that way, if you start with the underwriter and you start with somebody who is reputable, reputable, (laughs) uh, not not always, you know, uh, that online uh, company that's going to give you uh, the sun and the moon and the stars, but just never close. So that doesn't include your house. Right. And, you know, I uh, used to underwrite mortgages. And so as a a real estate professional, I thought that that was one of the best pre-training tools that I could have had to be an excellent real estate professional was that I knew what people needed to be uh, approved for and pre-qualified. You nailed it on the head. Pre-qualified is not pre-approved. Pre-approved means that an underwriter has seen everything and has blessed it and says, go find the property that matches this loan amount. Right, and they will give you the parameters. If you do a condo, here are the parameters of condo purchasing. Um, Here's what we're going to add in, because instead of a single-family home, you know, or an HOA or a condo fee, and people don't think to add that in. But I have always said to people, if you do it my way, you will skate through. Right. If we do it your way, it will be agonizing. (laughs) So if... Somebody is willing to give you all of the baby steps to go through. Listen, do it, because the most arduous task, actually, and you definitely can underscore, is getting all of that paperwork together. Right. All of the financial paperwork that that they're going to keep asking for. And today, especially in today's banking and underwriting, it's always, and one more thing, and one more thing, and three more things, and one more thing. And you feel as though it's just never going to happen and it's overwhelming. So if you start that process, when you have found a house, a, it may your dream may not come true, right? And B, you are totally overwhelmed because you have a job, you have maybe a family, you have a lot of external issues going on that make the process very unsavory. If you do it as an entity unto itself, it's still arduous, but it's not happening in the middle of everything. Right. Well, you know, and I, and I agree with you that that if you are systematic and you approach it at, in in a systematic manner and document up front and then continue the documentation because every time another week passes, you're going to have another paycheck stub. Every time another month passes, you're going to have another bank statement request because everything has to be within 30 days of close of escrow. Right. And very often they'll ask you to go back two years. Right. And it's like, oh, my God, where's that file? Not every one of us is, you know, like, uh, you know, a corporate billing a filing clerk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we stand there and we go, duh, um, where, where did I put that? I think I filed it under dog or something. And it's like, no, you got to come up with it. And it's better to get that just out of the way. Right. Out of the way. 
That's funny. You know, my husband's secretary had this secretive filing system to try to give her job security. And whenever she was on vacation, we could never find anything. Because the because it would be like underdog. Well, yeah, of course Bob is underdog because Bob has that crazy Rottweiler, you know, and so that's why I put it under yeah, d- right. dog. Yeah, I have filed many things that way myself because I was trying to like you know put something away and hide it. Oh, I'm, I'll definitely know what that is, and I don't, you know. So therefore, <laughs> I have a filing system that you know in, in December. I can do my taxes and have everything prepared, waiting for the 1099s to come in. Right. And it's done, because everything is already filed perfectly. If you ask me to go back 10 years, I can do that, which means that there are three years I should have trashed already. Right, right, because the the IRS only requires you to hang on to seven, isn't isn't it? Correct. (laughs) So you're just a little extra proactive there. Hanging yeah, on just in yeah, case. I'm looking, I'm looking for a good shredder. There you go. <laughs> well, gosh, it's been so good. shredding company. Yes, yeah, because they need to bring the big truck down by my house because I have, like, everything in triplicate. <laughs> that's what I need, the big, the industrial size service. Yes, well, yes, that's, that's next on my phone list. There you go. Well, it's been such a great pleasure having you on, Janice. If folks want to get a hold of you and find out uh, uh, more about the process of real estate or use you in your areas of expertise, where can folks find you? They can find me on Facebook at Janice Backrack Lease, B-A-C-H-R-A-C-H-L-E-I-S. Um, or they can uh, give a call to 561-302-4350. Outstanding. And do you have a website available? Bocadelphia. Bocadelphia.com. Well, again, thanks so much for being a part of the show today. Oh, and thanks you- for including me. Oh, it's been a pleasure. And if you folks are driving around without a pencil, never fear. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is here where you can visit Janice's show page and get all the linky links to her website and contact information and more. Stay tuned. We have the keys to riches coming up. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. We'll be right back after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. Heather Wagonall's here from CrackingYourMoneyCode.com. Tune in to my Unlock Your Wealth update for your daily cup of money motivation. Weekdays at 12.25 during the Midday News Report on Corey's Hometown Radio, 1370 AM, WWCB. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts as we are in for some turbulent weather ahead. Bill Thomason is the Valley's premier business coach. Bill can help you ride out the turbulence your business may encounter. Bill Thomason is the America's premier executive coach and strategist. Bill can help you create the life you will love living. Over more than a quarter century, Bill has helped thousands of people just like you to achieve success beyond what they had imagined. Now is the best time you will ever have to decide what you want and to take powerful action toward achieving the outcomes you desire in your life. Bill has studied the success patterns of the highly successful people, and he has provided coaching and training programs to small business people and to top Fortune 500 executives across the U.S. and Canada. Now you can benefit from Bill's experience. If you are like most people, you may just need the professional encouragement a coach can give and a real plan for creating the outcomes you say you want in life. Call Bill now, 602-321-7192 to schedule executive coaching sessions. Thank you for flying NLP Skills Training Institute. Work all day, stress all night, take your mind off your money and focus on your life. 
Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagon Halls. And uh, it is that time for money dramas. So, Michael, are you guilty of financial incest? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> that's a, such a strong word, but I, I probably was. I'm trying to think, you know, at this point in my life, I'm not. Um, right. But when your kids were little. When my kids were little. Would you, would you say? I'm sure I did. Oh, I'm sure I did. So for those of you that are just joining us, let's define financial incest, if we could, for a moment. So It's, it's part of the American fabric. It really is. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But the greater ramifications of it are what really need to be exposed. Right. And, and we have to really think about what it is that we're doing in something that seems very innocuous at the time, but it's setting up patterns and things. So financial incest is like financial infidelity that happens between two partners financially when one is spending without the other's knowledge or doing something deliberately taboo that the others, that they have come together and expressly decided that that is wrong. Financial incest is when you drag your children or siblings into the mess. And it starts with a very simple, very innocuous, don't tell mom or don't tell dad when we get the daddy or mommy, can I have this? And you know it's not in your budget and you know you shouldn't be spending it or it's a certain amount of money over what you and your better half have agreed is appropriate for spending on children without asking the other's permission and you go for it anyway. And because it seems like, oh, I'm creating this bond. It's this great moment between my child and I. And, you know, we get to we get to have this closeness and we get to share something that is a value or it appears to be a value, this moment, if you will. And, you know, we want to think of our lives as meaningful experiences because, you know, how many toys do you remember that you got when you were one year old? Like none. He's not many. No, not probably not at all. I mean, I, like, if somebody didn't tell me it was a toy of mine, I probably wouldn't know. Yeah. And the only toys that I have are toys that I remember as a kid. And every year, I call the crap <laughs> that I can't let go of. <laughs> and if I can't remember the story that made me save it to begin with, it's gone. Yeah. It's history. And so, you know, uh, so given that— you know, I, and given the the fact that I grew up without my dad around, you know, I have very limited experiences with him. I remember the experiences, but I couldn't remember any particular thing that he gave me or did for me. And so when we think about what we're doing, so initially the immediate results or ramifications of committing a uh, of financial incest is that you know, you're doing something against your spouse's with it, wishes or without your knowledge. You've broken an agreement that you've made. So it's a, just another form of financial infidelity, but you're dragging your kids into the mix. Okay, so that's why we call it financial incest. And and so as we do this, so we've done that. So we've committed that infraction. So now our child is a party to our infidelity. And so while it may seem like, ooh, dad's doing something cool, we're sending the message to our kids that it's okay to keep a secret from your better half. So from a marital perspective, that's one of the messages that comes across. And then the other message is it's okay to conspire with your kids to do something that's inappropriate. Yeah. If you've made a commitment or an agreement expressly, um, with another human being, that that needs to be honored because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much you have, your word is your bond, right? Yeah, yeah. We can't take it with us. And so, you know, that's always kind of my thing when I go upstairs or hopefully that's where I go. <laughs> Assuming I have enough hash marks on the good side of the fence versus the bad side of yeah, the fence, yeah. that I want to be able to be able to share all these great experiences and tell all these cool stories, but nobody's going to want to listen to me if they don't think I keep my word. Yeah, oh, whatever. She's probably just making that up. Right. You know, that kind of thing. So the message that we communicate with our kids is that secrets are okay. 
All right. And so, so are secrets okay? Especially when you're breaking other rules and goals and stuff like that. And, but you're sabotaging your own personal financial success because your job is to raise, not have, but to raise a productive contributing member of society. It's not to spoil them to death. And so if that's your obligation as a parent, we're usurping that argue, that that obligation by teaching them these things that are ultimately inappropriate. And remember, with kids, more is caught than taught because kids don't just look at what you say because they look at what you do to see if there's congruence. Yeah. You know, and so if there's congruence, they'll take you at your word. They'll take you literally. But if your words and your actions don't match, they're going to always look for the hidden meaning or the mystery. And you're setting your kids up for communications issues with other human beings because they're never going to be able to trust what somebody says because they haven't been shown that a word can be a bond. You know, that there's not that congruence. So it, it can cause a lot more issues, not just financial ramifications, but, you know, you're going to cause problems for your kids as they become adults because you don't know when this latent patterning is going to show up or where yeah. or how they're interpreting it. You only know what the message sent is. The message received can be something that can be, be magnified and blown out of proportion, you yeah. know, just kind of like penny saved is a penny earned, save your money for a rainy day, all of those great moneyisms that we go over. So that is our money drama for this week is financial incest. And if you are committing it, you need to A, stop it. And B, when your kids now, if you've done it, have leverage over you. Oh, but we don't have to tell mom. Say, so, you know, we did that in the past, and I know that that's the choice that we made at that time, but you know what? We shouldn't be keeping secrets from mom. And so it gives you an opportunity for a teaching moment the next time the situation comes up. Because, you know, you do it once, and you got, you're, you've made the imprint. So the pattern becomes easier over time to continue to do, brain-wise. The... Uh... You know, the thing that I remember that I was probably guilty of and my father was probably guilty of was it was all based around junk food. You know, junk oh. food junk food incest. You know, I mean just whatever, whatever. So know. so so get so explain it. Well, my father would always like he would always sneak a bottle of soda into the house for like, you know, a, a special holiday or something like and potato chips. My mother was very, very strict about what kind of food we ate. So potato, uh, potato chips and soda in that house were a no-no. Right. So as a result, when I was a father, you know, I, you know, let's have let's sneak, sneak stuff sneak, in, sneak the kids out for for a hot dog when when mom wasn't around. So I don't know if that's. I guess that's in the same ballpark. That that's exactly the same thing. Yeah. So the patterning was set in place. Yeah. As a dad, my role is to be sneaky with my kids. Yeah. So while yours wasn't But it was cute. It was cute. So it was acceptable. It was cute. But look what it did. The subconscious patterning took over. Yeah. So you're like, oh, whatever to that healthy eating thing, we're going to go sneak hot dogs. Yeah. That's what you said. That's what you learned. That's the lesson. That's the message. Yeah, no, there's no question about it. Behind the mistake. Yeah, yeah. So that's a, that's a perfect example yeah. of, of how that happens. That, that was pretty much the extent of my... Uh, financial incest was buying junk food for the kids. Right. When when, <clears throat> mom, when mom wasn't around. Right. And you're lucky you don't have fat kids. Like I, I am as adults because you know that's <laughs> you know what I mean? You could have a couple of porkers. You're so politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a politically correct show. I'm supposed to call it like I see it. Obviously. <laughs> you know. Uh, but, but you know what that you you my friend yeah. should probably kiss the ground that you didn't create other relationship issues with food for your kids. Yeah, well, I probably did, but I. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have kids yet, so we'll find out. Yeah, right? there you go. But I mean, you're lucky you didn't cause an eating disorder with them. You got junk food is bad, but it's okay to have it as long as you're sneaky. Right. Like, right. what if that was the message? Oh, and, I, and I still have that. That's still part of my life. You know, I mean, I think about my husband and yeah. his, like, got to have a hit of sugar. Yeah. You know what I mean? After supper. Yeah. So it's all about the dessert. Yeah. But he says, like, at a restaurant, he doesn't, like, no, I don't need dessert. But then when we get home, got to have a hit of sugar. Yeah. I mean, you know, 
So then he's into cookies or ice cream and stuff. And he thinks that it's okay because he's tall and skinny. But it's not okay. <laughs> At some point, the reaper always catches up. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> and for some, it catches up sooner than later. Yeah. But you set that subconscious patterning in place, and all the discipline in the world isn't going to be able to overcome something that you've done for a zillion years. Yeah. So we have to be really careful of it, you know, because message sent isn't always message received. And and so it can be internalized and manipulated in some crazy way, you know, and then before you know it, your daughter has an eating disorder. Thanks, dad. <laughs> Sneaking junk food. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> oh, dear. So anyway, so that's it for this week's money drama. If you have a money drama that you would like to submit and find out how to overcome it, please visit our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash money dramas and submit your money drama on the input form and maybe you could be featured on Unlock Your Wealth Radio on a future money drama episode. So now it's time for this week's key. And this week's key is Dreams with Deadlines. We're in our third week of the new season, Coloring Outside the Lines. Isn't that a cool, like, title, Coloring Outside the Lines? Yeah, very cool. You know, but with our lineup and our guests this this week, uh, this season, that there are so, we're crossing so many lines. We're going outside of so many, like, norms that we have. We've got guests from different genres we've never even explored before, and to think that the show is almost 12 years old and we've had we haven't had some guests in certain genres it's amazing to me yeah. to think that after that many years there's still all these opportunities for new adventures with guests and so that's why when we were kind of trying to think it up I'm like you know what we're so coloring outside the lines and Carrie was like that's it that's cool so we're coloring outside the lines and you know we're 21 now so this is our 21st episode, so or well, 21st season uh, in syndication and on the internet. And so if you think about it, that's um, that's like, you know, quite a milestone. 21 was a big deal, right? Drinking age, legal age. And drink So, yeah. And so we're coloring outside the lines and we're consuming adult beverages. <laughs> <laughs> At Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Come on in for a studio <laughs> appearance and we'll throw one back. <clears throat> <laughs> I like that. And then consequently, this segment sponsored by Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, folks, back to this week's keep. For those of you joining us for the first time, welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. We're thrilled you stopped by. We're so glad to have you a part of our show. We hope you're receiving value. And to give you a background, the Keys to Riches is a baker's dozen of financial concepts that teaches you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money. It also gives you specific techniques to create or fix your credit, eliminate debt, save and invest, building wealth while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. We do this one key at a time, one week at a time at the Unlock Your Wealth radio program. And this week's key is dreams with get deadlines. So I'd like to make a line in the sand. We're going to make a specific delineation. This is not about goal setting because there's plenty of places and people you can see about setting goals. Setting goals is only this much. And if you could see my fingers, I'm like maybe spreading them a centimeter apart. Yeah, about a half inch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a quarter of an inch. Quarter of an inch. There you go. So that much of goal achievement because your goals mean nothing if you don't have a strategy in place to achieve them. So our dreams with deadlines is a full goal achievement process. So it creates the accountability we need based on the way we think, which is what is so critical about brain-based financial literacy because again, we are biologically set up to fail at long-term money management. We're at long-term anything management, whether it's weight management, because of our basic drive to move toward pleasure 
and away from pain. And so knowing this, we have to figure out a way to outsmart ourselves so that the logic part of our brain can actually outfox the biological processes that are going on to get us to be where we want to be financially. So we do this with this goal achievement process. So first, what we do is we have to think in terms of what do we ultimately want? Where do we want to end up? But because we're biologically set up to fail, we can't think in terms of, especially if we're in our 20s, what life is going to be like in our 60s or 70s because it's so incomprehensible. It's so far away that we're just not going to be able to comprehend that. It's abstract at best because when we think of financial security, what do we think of? So we have to think of what our experiences of security are because financial security isn't like a blanket that you can wrap yourself in and get warm, okay? Everybody has a different definition of financial security. We all have a different definition of prosperity, a different definition of wealth. And because of that, because there's no way to standardize it between individuals let alone, you know, groups of people or societies, you know, how do we create a goal achievement strategy that gets us what it is that we say we desire in a fashion that works with the way we think? And so that's why we do this this way. So we only go out 10 or 20 years at best because life happens to us. Life is constantly in a state of flux, but we need something to aim for. It's like Michael Masterson's book, Ready, Fire, Aim. So the only way to see how close we are uh, to the bullseye is to take a shot. We can prepare and prepare and think and plan all we want, but until we take a shot, we don't know if we're on target. If we need to recite in, if we need to change up our strategy, if we need to change the ammunition that we're using or the quality of the firearm that we're using. And all of these things make a difference in how we achieve our goals. But we can never, ever make the adjustments if we don't take that first shot. So that's what we're going to do with our goal achievement process. We need to figure out where it is we want to end up. And so just in 20 years from now or 10 years from now, we can guess what that would be. So for you, because you're an old fogey, (laughs) Michael, so you can think in terms of, wow, I can potentially retire. I'm of that age. But for me, you know, I'm only going to be 45 in a month. So I'm thinking that, you know, I'm not going to be retiring in 10 or 20 years because I've still got a lot of life left and because my life expectancy, people my age are probably going to see 100 minimum. Wow, you think so, huh? I believe so. And especially, well, and, and I have a bet with my husband that I'm going to make it there too. <laughs> do you want to live that long? Well, yeah. Can you yeah. imagine the things that I that I'll has, could say that I've seen in a century? Yeah. You know, I mean, just think about how profound that would be. And if that's the case, I'm not even halfway there if I'm just in my 40s. No, I mean, it's a, it's a cool cool concept. I mean, it's just, you, you know. I mean, if you get the lead out of your cereal, <laughs> perhaps yeah. perhaps you might make it there too. Well, you got to have, there's two problems. You got to have enough money to get you there. Right. And then you also want to have a good quality of life. So th- those are the two things. Yeah. You know, uh, what is it? Bobby Lane. Fred was at some place and he heard Bobby Lane saying to somebody that he, that he wanted to run out of breath and money at the same time. Yeah, there you go. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good one. So what, how, what do you do? Throw yourself off a bridge once you hit the wall financially? Yeah. This is the, this is one of the mysteries, right? Yeah. See, and, and I think about, you know, in, uh, in uh, Ocean's Eleven, uh, the one guy um, uh, says that the older guy, Saul, the character Saul, says that he wants the last check he writes to bounce. <laughs> I like that kind That's of an good. exit strategy. That's good. So first we have to pick our goals out there. All right. And then we have to plan backwards. So we can quantify this through math 
And we can work our plan backwards to figure out what our daily dollars need to be doing right now to get where we want to go. It's simple math formulas. But we have to pass what we call this SMART test. So our goals have to be small, measurable, uh, 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 oh my gosh, <laughs> what's the next letter? A, S-M-A-R-T. Oh! Achievable, (laughs) but you have to be smarter than the acronym you set up. Small, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. So time-bound means in 20 years, I will have X number of dollars. I will be living X type of lifestyle with X amount of people. And now we can work it backwards. So it has to be achievable, A, by our own hand, okay? So, you know, you can't set a goal for your kids to have good grades, okay? You can wish for them to have good grades. You could give them all the tools to be successful, but ultimately good grades is their achievement, not yours, okay? And so we need to think in terms of that. We They also, by reducing it to the ridiculous, by taking our further out goal and working it backwards, we make them both small and measurable. We know when we get to $1,000 in our emergency fund. That's that's specific and it's measurable. So so we can quantify, I know when my emergency fund is filled because I have $1,000 in it or I have three months worth of income, whatever it might be right. as your goal. And then we have to start taking those steps and we must make a level of accountability. And that's where we get to our key of practicing the three R's, which is our review, revise, and recommit. And we'll talk about how that plays into our goal achievement process. But ideally, we want to make our plan and make sure that it meets the SMART test and reduce it to the ridiculous so we know what our daily activities need to be. So those are in line with what our financial goals are. Because if they're not then we'll never get to them. And that's the difference between setting goals and achieving goals is because you got to get it down to what you need to be doing each and every day. So that's it for this week's key for our key statement, key affirmation, and key action item. Please visit unlockyourwealthradio.com. And for more in-depth interviews with money experts, strategies, and members-only tools to fix your credit, get out of debt, and have more money and happiness, do what other savvy listeners have and visit our website today where you go to get your money mind right so your wealth and happiness will follow. Become an Insiders Club member today and start receiving the benefits of millionaire wisdom right now. Today's show is sponsored in part by LifeLock. Comprehensive identity theft protection from LifeLock helps safeguard your finances, credit, and good name. Get your special offer for Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners at unlockyourwealthradio.com slash LifeLock and protect your financial future now. For Unlock Your Wealth Radio and Michael Terry, I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2013 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com. 